Well, hello, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Todd Coconado Podcast, otherwise known as The Remnant, on this 10-4-2021 edition. we got a lot of things to talk about. I want to welcome Remnant Warriors. Welcome, Gideons 300. Thank you so much for tuning in to the broadcast. And on this podcast, I'm going to be able to talk about some things that I normally can't talk about on Facebook or social media because they'll do something. They'll take it the, the post down or they'll fact check or who knows what they'll do. Uh, they, they always seem to be picking on truth tellers. Do you notice that? What are they so worried about? Why are they so worried about a pastor that just wants to share the truth with you? But because they want us in a comatose state, they want us to be totally ill-informed listening to their fake propagandists in the, in the mainstream corporate media that's 90% owned by six corporations. We, we're already on to them. We're on to them. Uh, but you come here because you want the truth. And you come here because you want to have real discussions because there's something in your spirit that's telling you, yeah, this isn't this isn't good. Everything that we're seeing right now, you have alarm bells going off. And uh, that's why we're praying. That's why we're in the middle of a fast right now. We're doing everything that we can, all the tools that the Lord has given us in our toolbox to stand for righteousness in this very late hour. But I'm going to go through some things today that you're not going to hear on the mainstream corporate media. So I put up a post. I said, friends, there are some serious concerns that we must discuss. I wish more Americans were sounding the alarms on these matters, but I'm fearful that unfortunately many Americans will sleepwalk right into this. The time to speak out is now. Our elections were stolen. You guys know that. I know that. Okay, anybody with half a brain knows that. Uh, we've got many patriots that, that have been out there trying to prove this and show all the irregularities, show all the fraud, whether it's with the ballots that they stuffed, you know, that that they were just, I mean, unbelievable how dead people voted, people that moved voted. Uh, there was duplicates, 17,000 duplicates just in Maricopa County alone, uh, according to the cyber ninjas. We know what's going on here. And, and that's not even getting into the machines and all the other things. Okay, that's just... The ballots we're talking about. I'm just going by basic, you know, information that's been found here. And what's happened is now we have a pawn of China, okay, China, in the most powerful position in the world, the U.S. president, Joe Biden, Joseph Biden, okay, a man that lacks cognitive skills, a man that is nothing more than a puppet for the deep state and the globalists, a man that was not elected by some great landslide of 80 million voters, 80, 81 million or whatever they're trying to say. The guy that literally goes to a city and no one greets him, but guess who greets him? A bunch of Trump supporters, okay? Uh, this man was installed. And we see how dangerous the policies of this regime are, whether it's the open borders, you know, thousands and thousands, millions of people, millions of people, not thousands, millions of people, that are basically invading our southern border. If we talk about it, we're called a conspiracy theorist. Meanwhile, all you got to do is call ICE or the Border Patrol. They'll tell you. They'll tell you how dire the situation is. And what they're doing is they're just shipping these people to a city near you. So if all of a sudden there's a you know, couple hundred thousand people that you've never seen before, that's where they're coming from, ladies and gentlemen, an open border. This is part of the Great Reset, okay? And so we need to talk about this. I know everybody just wants to hear positive stuff. Now, I'm going to give you some real solutions and how we can combat this, but I think it's my job and my duty to discuss these matters of truth with us so that we can be watchmen on the wall and be praying against this. And no, you're not crazy if you notice these things, by the way. You're not crazy. I know your family members may think that because they're listening to Rachel Maddow 
or uh, MSDNC, or maybe they're listening to uh, who knows. I mean, there's there's a number of those guys, uh, you know, that are on there that are just saying a bunch of nonsense all day long. And uh, and unfortunately, a lot of people, that's where they get their quote unquote news. That's their reality. That's their version of reality. The biggest problem America has right now is racism. That's it. You know, not, none of these other matter. Don't look this way. Look here. Don't look there. Right. So we got this pawn of China. He's been installed. We see how dangerous the policies of the regime are. They're spending into oblivion. They're also projecting extreme weakness on the world stage, and they're doing this intentionally. Uh, we saw what happened in Afghanistan. Give me a break, okay? Listen, with Afghanistan, a three-year-old could have pulled us out better than the way that we pulled out of Afghanistan. I mean, unbelievable. Why is why are none of these generals being held to account? Why, why is the president... The quote-unquote president, why is he not being held to account? Where's the impeachment hearings from Congress? Okay, 13 soldiers that died that didn't need to die, and how many others in country right now trapped, okay, hostages that we don't even hear about in Afghanistan, not to mention billions of dollars of U.S. equipment. We should all be enraged by this, but hey, you know what? It's a Democrat president, so we'll just look the other way and pretend like nothing happened. Actually, it's Trump's fault, right? It's all Trump's fault. Okay, so there are several storms clouds gathering at once that I think we need to talk about. And again, I'm going I'm to give you some hope. Don't worry. I don't mean to be doom and gloom today. But listen, we have to talk about these things because I see a lot of people out there, even in the Christian community, and all they're putting out right now is positive stuff. A breakthrough is coming. This is coming. And listen, I'm all for that, and I believe that. Okay, I, I, that's why we're having the breakthrough fast. I do believe a breakthrough is coming. But we've got to know the severity of the situation, friends, so that we can be praying and warring because we need to be warring in the spirit. And if, if, if the shepherds and the prophets and people just aren't even talking about these very dire things. So let me go through it one by one here. OK, number one, the situation in Taiwan is dire. OK, let me explain some of what's going on there. Australia and others in the region could easily get pulled into some type of regional conflict, I believe it could cascade and even become a global conflict, okay? This is very, very troubling. China is advancing and becoming increasingly more aggressive against Taiwan. Now, with a strong U.S. president, President Donald Trump, you didn't see this happening. You didn't see this type of posturing and saber-rattling, okay? Uh, China believes in the one-China policy and seeks to annex Taiwan in the very near future. It could be months away. It could be days away. It could be years away. We don't know, but they're flying planes in the Taiwanese airspace almost daily, uh, China is advancing its interests on pretty much every level. They seek global dominance and the one belt, one road, okay, which is, I believe is part of UN Agenda 2030 and positioning China to be the global superpower, okay? This is a, this is a shift of power that is, the, the U.S. is literally being diminished before our eyes unintentionally. That's what Afghanistan was, ladies and gentlemen. On the world stage, it was a, it was a, sh- a sign of weakness, they could have held the Bagram Air Base. Of course they could have. They could have kept that until all U.S. soldiers and personnel and uh, allies were, were you know, evacuated from you know, Kabul. And then they could have slowly withdrawn troops and then finally withdrawn from Bagram Air Base. And then that would have been it. And we wouldn't be dealing with the problem that we're dealing with right now. But instead, they closed Bagram and, and lost uh, you know, the air, superior, uh, air superiority in the, in the area. 
Okay, and then they they did it like in such a backward way, and anybody with any military intelligence or into you know any intelligence at all really uh, is looking and, and just and just scratching their head at why the American superpower would do it that way. But we know why because they wanted to look intentionally weak on the world stage. Why to position China to overtake the United States? And this is all. Uh, this is this is something in the, in this in the psychosis. This is. This is to make everybody in the world, you know, have this in the back of their mind, how America just capitulated. America just absolutely looked like a total moron on the world stage. That is what this is for. They wanted everybody in the world to have that in the back of their head, that America just got defeated, just got kicked out by the Taliban. It's intentional, folks. It's intentional. They did not need to withdraw that way. They did that on purpose. And they also lost the U.S. troops. And by the way, there's even reports, and we can't confirm this, there's even reports that China is now occupying the Bagram Air Base. Can you imagine this? Apparently, the lights were on the other day, and they're saying that there, there could have been some Chinese forces there. <laughs> this is all intentional, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, and the, and the situation in Taiwan, this is, this is connected because now, because America looks so weak due to Afghanistan, the Chinese are like, well, what in the world are they going to do with Taiwan? They're not going to do anything. We're just going to go in there and take it. And Joe Biden is going to do a darn thing because we have a bunch of stuff on him. What is he going to do? He's not going to do anything. That This is where we're at, ladies and gentlemen. That's why they're saber rattling. That's why. Do you think they're scared of Joe Biden? Give me a break. What threat does Joe Biden have to China? None. Zero. Zilch. He's a total puppet. He's a total pawn. Uh, so, you know, they're intentionally collapsing us into the new world order. Okay, they're diminishing American superiority and subsequently taking our freedoms away at the same time. Will we do anything to push back? Well, that's the question. Will we? I don't know. I'm going to lay this out in a few minutes. Second, number two, very concerning situation. The Great Reset is in play. It's happening, friends. That's what this is. Okay, there are many factors, planned situations that are simultaneously occurring at once. This is all part of the Great Reset. The, the induced labor crisis, okay, the thing with the V's. Okay, that everybody's got to get the V. And if they don't get the V, then they're not going to be able to work. Well, you don't think that's intentional? Of course it's intentional. The people that go over the southern border, they don't need to have the V. You only need to have it if you're if you're a law-abiding American citizen that's trying to, you know, pay your bills and support your family. Then you got to have it. You got to put some weird, you know, substance that we don't really know what it is. You know, some, un, you know, untested, long-term, we have no idea what the ramifications are for this in, in our body. Go ahead, put it in your body because that's how you're going to keep your job. Otherwise, you're not going to have a job. You're not going to be able to buy or sell, by the way. You're just not going to have any money. Nothing nothing eerily reminiscent about anything else like, you know, the beast system or anything like that. No, 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 nothing. Nothing even close to that, right? No, you're crazy. You're a conspiracy theorist. If you think that you're wild, don't think that. That's what they'll tell you, right? Intentional disruptions to the supply chain. We see all the ships off the off the coast. A lot of them in California. There, there's some type of issue. They're saying it's a labor shortage. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're telling all these people, you know, they got to get the V, they're just going to not show up. Just like the nurses in New York and many of these other people that be, you know, before these these were the heroes, the police officers, the first responders. Now we're telling them, you know, you're going to lose your pension and your job if you don't take this substance in your body, this forced substance that we have no idea what's going to do to you unbelievable okay uh you know the supply chain let me just say something about the supply chain we set up a site it's called www.remnantfood.com remnantfood.com there's a a way for you to not only support this program 
but get yourself some good storable food. Okay, because we, I, my suggestion is you have at least two months supply of food in case there's an issue with the supply chain. Listen, hopefully we'll never have to use it, right? Hopefully that'll never be the case. Hopefully uh, President Trump gets re- reinstated and uh, we don't have to worry about any of this. And hey, this is all just, you know, me being freaked out here. And th- listen, there's no one that wants that to be the truth more than Todd Coconato. Okay, trust me. But I have to do my job as a shepherd, as a pastor, to give you the entirety of the situation so that we can be informed. I don't want you to freak out. I don't want you to panic, okay? We're gonna show you why not to panic and why not to freak out in just a few minutes here. But again, I have to lay these things out because I wouldn't be doing my job if I just gave you a bunch of hopium and told you to sit back and eat the, you know, eat the popcorn, watch the show. You know, I wouldn't be doing my job. Some, some other podcaster might be doing his job but I want a long-term relationship with you. I don't want a short-term relationship. I want a long-term. I want I wanted seven years you to say, yeah, you know what? Pastor Todd told me the truth. Pastor Todd did his best. He might not be right 100% of the time, but his intention was to tell me the truth. And I appreciate Pastor Todd because you know what? Some of these other people in the podcast and you know some of these other quote-unquote influencers, they didn't tell me the full, the full. They just told me everything was gonna be fine. And now we're in this mess. So I'm going to tell you the full truth, ladies and gentlemen. You may not like it. You may want to turn me off, and that's fine. But to the righteous remnant that get it, and you you hear in your spirit too that something is very wrong and you're concerned, yeah, there's there's a reason for that, okay? Okay, so let, let's continue here, okay? Uh, the stand down at the border, okay? The intentional disruptions of the supply chain, which I mentioned. The botched withdrawal from Afghanistan, which really wasn't botched. It was actually planned. The forced V mandates, C-19 and the fear narrative, the mainstream corporate media's daily fear propaganda, all part of the Great Reset. This Great Reset that Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum, the Davos Group, uh, the Central Planners, okay, the Bilderbergers, these people, why are they wanting to do this Great Reset? Because they feel that this is an opportunity. They feel that, you know, why let a good crisis go to waste? That's a, that's their philosophy, Right. Now, I believe they, they, they started this whole crisis. I believe they're responsible for this whole crisis. I think that it's them that did this crisis. I mean, there's a lot of evidence, I think, to back that. I mean, you can look back to uh, what some of these people were saying at Davos. You, you know, all you got to do is listen to the George Soros speech or some of these other Davos players. They were talking about this stuff before COVID-19, that this was all going to come. So, so, you know, to me... It sounds like they're all in cahoots. Now, maybe they're not, but, you know, maybe they're just using the crisis. But it almost seems to me like this was all planned and this was all part of their plan, how to take down Donald Trump, how to take back, uh, you know, from the nationalists and from the MAGA, you know, movement to take back the globalist New World Order and put that back on course. And that seems to be where we are right now. Uh, You know, I'm not saying there's not a plan and we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, but I but I do believe that's what they're intentionally doing very fast is they're now uh, accelerating their plans, which they already had been doing under the Obama administration. Trump, you know, reversed their plans. So now they have to accelerate them and, and do them faster and more in our face. But that's what I think this whole thing is, is they're trying to, you know, reset the global currency, uh, the way that we trade. I think that we're going to be going into possibly the beast system. Okay. And that could happen in a year from now or two years from now or five years from now. But I think it's going to happen by 2030 for sure. And I think that's the plan. And so what they're trying to do is accelerate. They're decimating the middle class. They're coming after, uh, you know, small business owners. 
Uh, they want to uh, really disrupt our savings, our, you know, our lifestyle, our, our, our everything. I mean, everything is being disrupted right now, if you think about it, right? Now they're, now they're talking about looking at bank transactions for over $600. Give me a break. Are you kidding me? So your parents give you a $1,000 check. You got to report that to the IRS now? This is where we're at, ladies and gentlemen. This is where we're at. And by the way, forget gig workers that, you know, hey, let me clean your garage out and give me a hundred bucks or, you know, let me let me paint your garage, you know, for six hundred dollars. Oh, yeah, I got to report that now, too. I mean, this is this is very disruptive, ladies and gentlemen. This is all part of this great reset. OK, they want to track everything that we do. It's all setting up for the B system so that they can eventually do just like what they do with social social media. Have you ever been, you know, restricted from Facebook for like two or three days, put in what they call Facebook jail. Well, that's what they'd like to do with your buying and selling. If, if you're out there and you're supporting the anti-vax narrative, or if you're out there as a biblical Christian and you believe that marriage is between a man and a woman, or you don't believe that there's 36 genders, you only believe there's two, uh, your, your banking could be froze until you get in line. You know, your social credit, you know, this is what they're doing in China. Uh, the social credit system. Well, I, I really believe they want to implement that here, just like they're talking about the V passports for, for domestic air travel. You know, they're saying right now, well, you know, you could probably uh, get a test before you fly and that would be okay. Well, th- yeah, they'll get rid of that. They'll get rid of that too because they want to restrict us, just like they want to charge us by the mile that we drive. Can you imagine these people how, how, I mean, these people are tyrants. We have to understand they're tyrants and they will not stop. You give them an inch, they'll take a yard. Every time we, we capitulate or every time we conform, they're just going to take more and more, okay? So that's all, that's all part of the Great Reset. I believe uh, eventually what they're going to try to do is put in a new global currency system where they debase the dollar, they take the dollar off as the global reserve currency, and uh, everything that was done in Brenton Woods and the petrodollar system will be taken down, and we'll, you know the U.S. will be hit pretty hard with that. And again, I think this is going to happen within the next 10 years. And my advice is be diversified, own some gold and silver. You can go to remnant.news, remnant.news, go on to our store there, just pull down the menu, uh, deals for remnant warriors, and you'll see we have a gold affiliate there that you can actually buy gold and silver from, okay? We mean business, ladies and gentlemen. I don't put things on the store unless I think it's going to benefit remnant warriors, okay? That's the whole thing, because we need to be planning and, and being properly uh, you know, this needs to be thought out. How are we going to, you know, diversify and make sure that we protect our, our income and our wealth if, if they transfer to a new system at some point here, which I think they're going to do in the next couple of years. I really do. Um, so there's nothing wrong with, with, you know, I mean, listen, there's people right now, like one of my pastor friends down in Florida, he, he really believes that he's meant to raise up a bunch of millionaires in his church. And that's great. Listen, <laughs> you know, I'm all for that. But I think, I think that we need to um, be wise about what's actually happening. This is the Great Reset. And, uh, and, you know, so, so anyway, I'll get to that a little bit more in a minute. Uh, the mega spending and the uh, inter- intentional debasing of the U.S. dollar, which I just talked about, what's going on with Saudi Arabia, that's intentional. Okay, Saudi Arabia is part of the petrodollar system. So what they're doing with Saudi Arabia, that makes sense. They're poking Saudi Arabia. They want Saudi Arabia to do more business with China. That's part of the globalist strategy. You know, uh, Barack Hussein Obama believed the U.S. was one of many. He didn't believe in American exceptionalism. He didn't believe in, in America first. He believed America is one of many. He, he wants America to be collapsed into, you know, the European Union and, you know, the U.N. And, and that's the that's their plan. They, they want a diminished U.S. like like the the old British Empire. When the British Empire lost the pound sterling as the global reserve currency, that's what they'd like to see for America. The American Empire to be greatly diminished and America to become a regional power instead of a global power. That's what they want, friends. And we live in America, okay? 
And that's why there's this big battle between America first people like Donald Trump and us and then these globalists who don't really like America. They don't they don't like the American flag. They don't like the American Constitution. They don't like the, uh, you know, the Star Spangled Banner. They don't like the Pledge of Allegiance. They don't like anything American. They hate America. They're globalists. That's what I've been trying to tell people for like 20 years now. These are globalists. They're part of the New World Order. It's not a conspiracy. It's right on their own websites. Okay? So the mega spending, the poking at Saudi Arabia, the, the insane bills, the tune of trillions of dollars of new debt, the, the, the Green New Deal, this is all to transfer off at some point soon into a new global reserve currency, tracking and tracing every transaction. It also appears it'll be a digital currency. That way you can't have any paper dollars. They can track everything. They can shut you off. Uh, what does this mean if Americans... For Americans, if in two or three years the dollar is dethroned, how will this affect us? Well, they say we'll lose about 30% of our intrinsic value of the dollar overnight. I think it could be 50%. So that means if, if a loaf of bread is like $4, it'll be $8. Uh, I think there's, there's going to be some serious, I mean, I think gasoline could end up being $10 a gallon, friends. I really do. So, okay, lots of crazy stuff there. Um Lots of, lots of crazy stuff. What does this all mean? By the way, my, you know, I was talking with my parents yesterday and we were talking about how these cars are sitting in, you know, not, not only are container ships in the, in the, in the dozens off the coast and, and these goods are not getting to store shelves because of the disruption in the supply chain, uh, but also, by the way, um, you know, cars are sitting in like fields that we can't even use these brand new cars because they don't have chips from China. And then we get our medication from China. I mean, it's really unbelievable to think about just the, 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 the absolute treason that people like Bush, you know, the Bushes and these people that they allowed the United States to get this, uh, you know, this vulnerable of a situation, right? This vulnerable of a situation here. So, all right, I'm going to do a live broadcast where I'm going to talk about going to the enemy's camp and taking back what he stole from us. And that's where this gets better. Okay. So all the bad news gets a little bit better. Do I believe we're done? No, I don't believe we're done. Uh, there's a young lady that wants to talk to me later today. Uh, we're going to have a phone conversation because she, I think she does believe we're done. I sh she thinks that I shouldn't be talking about the possibility that Donald Trump could be president again and come back. And she doesn't really like what the prophets had to say. And she doesn't really like uh, a lot of the positive things that many people are saying right now, like breakthrough is at hand. And, you know, we could fast and actually see a breakthrough. But see, I have to believe that despite the bad news that I just read, that we serve a God that is omnipresent, omnipotent on the throne. He's never left the throne. He's never lost power, okay? He's never lost power. Uh, and I believe that even in the midst of this calamity and this very nefarious plan that I just laid out, at least three legs of it, okay? Uh, but I still believe that we could see a victory here if America repents. And that's why I've been talking about that, the if my people moment, and also the Joel 2 moment, I really believe that that's what God is waiting for. Because see, we haven't been defeated yet. We haven't lost everything yet, okay? We, we're on the cusp of it. I mean, certainly everything's in place that we could lose everything. I mean, definitely there's nefarious evil plans of these globalists and the puppet masters and, and the, you know, all these evil people that, that are basically just trying to accomplish what Nimrod and the Tower of Babel did. It's just a new version of the same Antichrist spirit. But there's a rise in the spirit of Antichrist. And so we're, we're all sensing this as, as remnant people, as people of God, as the ecclesia, as the body of Christ. We're sensing this. And 
you know, some people have no alarm bell at all. They're just like, nothing's going on. Everything's fine. It's like the Titanic. They're still playing music and dancing on the ship. Okay. And then there's the people like us that are like, oh my goodness, this is a, a, a calamity. What we're doing, this is spiritual warfare at the very highest of levels. You know, we're dealing with the spirit of Antichrist. We're seeing persecution in the Western world increasing. We're seeing religious liberties taken away. We're seeing, you know, alarm bells, alarm bells. So some people are like us and they see the alarm bells. Other people are like these other people that think there's nothing going on. You know, you got you got people all over the spectrum, even in the Christian world. OK, you got people that Pastor Todd just preach about the doom and gloom and tell everybody that we're going in the tribulation and prepare them. You got the other people that are basically like Trump is about to come back and be president. It's a very uh, all over the place kind of group here. OK, and I'm just going to be real because I'm, I'm Captain Obvious here. I'm speaking the blunt, you know. Things that other people don't like to say, I guess. I don't know. Maybe that's why you like me, right? I don't know. Some of you hate me because of it. I love you guys, by the way. Appreciate you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for hearing me on my on my babble today. I'm just blah, 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 right? But you know what? I think we need to talk about this. So as much as it pains me to talk about, as much as I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, as much as I know I'm kind of breaking from a lot of the other people in our MAGA movement and you know all the and even people in the body of Christ, but listen, I really believe I need to be speaking this because I do believe if we repent, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, okay? I really believe if we get on our faces and we call upon the name of the Lord and we contend and we decree and we declare and we speak life and we fast and we pray, I believe God is willing to move and to stop this nonsense. I believe that God can and will do it. But we have to be actionable. We have to be activated. And it's high time the church becomes the head and not the tail. We've got to speak out about these, these social issues We've got to we've got to talk about sin. We've got to be the blood bought church. We've got to we've got to talk about repentance. We've got to be out there. This is I mean, if we don't do this now, it's going to be too late. Like we need a, a million Bonhoeffers, okay? If you don't know who Bonhoeffer is, look at Dietrich Bonhoeffer up, okay? He's got a great story uh, during Nazi Germany, but there weren't enough of him. There wasn't enough of him. And so he actually got hung right before the allies came in and, and uh, liberated his country, he got hung in the public square, I believe. And, and the thing is, is that it could have been stopped if the church would have risen up in that time, the, the persecution and, and subsequent killing of the Jews could have been stopped. But, but the people allowed it to happen. And so, you know, history tends to repeat itself. So we're on the cusp of this. We're like in the 1930s in Germany right now. We're on the cusp of this. We can stop it if the people rise up. We can stop it if the people push back and say no. No to the tyranny. We can stop it if we start declaring and decreeing and, and calling upon the name of the Lord and having a true revival and awakening in this nation. It will go around the world and we'll stop the globalist new world order plan. At least we'll put it on the shelf for maybe a couple more years. But if we do nothing and we just sleepwalk right into this, these things that I read earlier, they're happening. They're happening right now, whether anybody wants to admit it or not, whether the Hopium podcaster out there that believes that nothing is going on right now other than Donald Trump is ruling from, you know, Florida and he's really the president and the military is in control and just sit back and, you know, eat the popcorn. If that's where your reality is right now, we're going to sleepwalk right into communism. And I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news. I would love for these things to be the case, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, if they are, great. If they are, if, they, if Donald Trump really is president and I just don't know, maybe I don't have a high enough security clearance. I don't have any security clearance. 
Uh, but, you know, maybe maybe he is, and maybe I just don't know. But then he's doing a really bad job of pre- being the president right now because our nation's on fire. So I really hope, Donald, for, for all of our sake, Donald Trump isn't the president right now because if he is, he's not doing a good job. But if, if you know, let's just, let's just think of the theory here that some of these people are pushing right now. Okay, they're saying that, you know, the military is in control and Trump is still the president and, and Biden's just kind of like, you know, it's a big show and he really doesn't have any power even though he's signing all these executive orders and people's lives are being destroyed and their jobs and their careers and people are taking the V and they're being forced and, you know, millions of people are coming over the border and we just lost billions of dollars of equipment in Afghanistan and China is moving in on Taiwan and North Korea is shooting off missiles again and Russia is emboldened and, uh, you know, France is angry with us and, you know, I can just go on and on. But hey, none of that matters because Donald Trump's president, right? Listen, I know we won, okay? I've been fighting. Listen, I'm a staunch Trump supporter, and you better believe I've been fighting for election integrity probably more than most Americans, if not all Americans. Maybe a very few that are fighting harder than me, okay? And I'm not going to say I'm fighting the hardest, but I've definitely been in the top tier of fighting for our elections, okay, all around this country, gathering leaders, speaking to pastors, and sounding the alarm. So I, I feel pretty good about, you know, the fact that I've been out there, and thank you for your support in this ministry, Without your support, we can't do any of this. We've been active in Afghanistan. We got over 200 people out. Uh, of course, there was you know other people that really did that, but we were able to help in that process. I'm not going to take the credit for it. Uh, you know, we we've been you know thousands of people we've given religious exemptions to thousands. Uh, you know, so that they can may, may have some type of of chance against not taking the V and keeping their job. Uh, you know, we've been giving people all types of advice and 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 sending them to the right lawyers and. You know, I mean, we've been just busy, okay? I've been out there speaking truth, standing for the Constitution. You know, we've been so busy. We're still mentoring people and discipling people every single day. We're praying for people's needs. We're walking them through uh, significant challenges. We do our part, okay? And I'm not here to boast. I'm not here to brag. But I, I just want you to know, when you, when, you, when you donate to this ministry, it does go to something, okay? And, and you're helping people. And, and you're, you're really helping people. I mean, I'm, I'm not just saying that, okay? I mean, look, look we don't... I don't fly the big plane, you know, the private jets and you know, I don't have a elaborate house or, you know, this doesn't go to like me. You know, I just want you to know that we live very humble. You know, a couple thousand dollars a month is our overhead. It's very light. It's very small. It's very minimal. And we've, we've positioned ourselves this way so that we can be the biggest blessing to the body. And that's truly the case uh, is that's our heart is to is to give back and to be effective and to be the church. And I'm not trying to go into a whole nother spiel here. Uh, but thank you for helping us, okay? And so I just, I say that because, look, I believe that we can do something. I believe we're being effective, but we just have to understand that, like, some of these people are giving you false narratives, and I, I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but that's just the truth, ladies and gentlemen, okay? And, and, the, and, the, and the case is, like, look, I would love for that to not be the case. I would love for Trump to be president, and I'm not saying that there couldn't be a suddenly. I, I'm believing that in faith, I'm believing that Psalm 64, that we we literally fasted for 40 days, okay? And we're believing that an arrow is suddenly going to shoot at the enemy. I believe that. I wholeheartedly believe we can do this. But I, I am sounding the alarm because I do think we have to be actionable and I do think we have to do something. And so that's why we're calling this second fast now. This is a Daniel fast, okay? And I put up the Daniel fast on the website so that you can see what a Daniel fast is. It's on remnant.news, big, big uh, article called Daniel Fast. You can't miss it, okay? And that's why we're doing this. We're, we're believing for the breakthrough. Remember when the Lord said, pray this through? Remember that? Pray this through. 
The Lord, you know, he specifically said, pray this through to me. And now it's like, pray this through for the breakthrough. So we're believing that God is going to move and there is going to be a breakthrough, but we have to do certain things to get there. We can't just sit back. That's been my message, okay? And so I believe we're at this very important precipice moment here where it's like this crossroads for our country and our world. And Americans, and we're gonna have, there's probably going to be a cost involved for us, okay? It may, may cost our job. It may cost some finances, you know, having to make an investment here. It may, it may cost, you know, a lot of stuff, actually. Some people could die. I hate to tell you, okay? But that's what happens when things get like this, okay? When the world is, is basically... Uh, you know, in the balance, you know, it takes good people and patriots and soldiers and people that love, you know, to stand up and some pay the ultimate price. And I know that's not what we want to hear because we're a microwave society and we're a very comfortable society. But let me tell you, this is coming to our doors if we don't do something now. So we have to push back against these tyrants. We've got to say no, no, we're not going to we're not going to comply with the V passports. No, we're not going to comply with the V mandates. No, we're not going to comply. You know, we're going to we're going to resist and we're going to be openly resisting. We're going to openly be out there resisting. This is going to be out of your character for some of you. I'm not saying you get arrested, but you know what? Some of you might. Okay? This is a real battle of light versus darkness. There's going to be a cost to this. And that's what I think that people haven't quite understood yet is there's going to be a cost. Now, for most of us, the biggest cost hopefully will be the spiritual ramifications of this. We're going to be contending, warring, travailing, you know, praying in the spirit, fasting. For the most part, I'm hoping that's going to be our involvement here. I'm not. I'm hoping that we're not going to have to take up arms and actually have a real revolution in America. But, you know, that is a possibility and we have to talk about these things. It is a possibility because, listen, if they keep coming for everything, if they come for the guns... If they come for our religious liberty, I mean, what is the is the inflection point? What is the point where we say, hey, enough is enough. We're not going to take this, you know? So we have to think, like, everything has to be on the table. Now, I don't want to say that. I don't want, you know, I'm, again, I'm not, you know, imploring you to do violent acts or, you know, anything that could be considered terrorism or anything like that. That's not what I'm saying to do. So please make sure I'm being very clear on that. But I'm just saying. At what point does this get to be a hot war? It could it could eventually be a hot war because otherwise we're going to go into tyranny and communism and and a global uh, you know police state that's already been set up and then you know pretty much would be the tribulation right? I mean you know it's it's I mean that's you know that's where we're headed here unless we do something. So can God intervene? Absolutely. Are we doing everything that we know to do and all the tools in our toolbox? Yes, and that's why I'm emphatically saying these things passionately. And I'm, I'm, you know, I wish there was more voices that were saying this, but I'm one of few in the nation and even the world that's that's really saying, look, we got to do these things. Like we've got to repent, we've got to get on our faces, we've got to call upon the name of the Lord, we've got to do a Joel chapter two. I mean, it, this is where we're at, friends. And I don't mean to yell at you, by the way. We're all in this together, okay? I'm yelling at myself if I'm yelling at you. So please don't be upset with me, okay? I'm just listen. I woke up on this Monday. And I'm passionate. I'm like, what can we actually do? Because the world is on fire. And there are things that we can do. And I'm not saying that we're done. And I'm not saying that there's no hope. But I'm just saying it's high time the church wakes up. Wakes up and realize, listen, the pastors that are out there, they're saying, well, if I just don't preach on anything political and anything controversial, I'm going to be okay. No, you're not. They are coming for you because ultimately Christianity is what they're coming for. They're coming for biblical Christianity. They're going to call it hate speech unless you literally are willing to capitulate and not preach the entirety of the word of God, unless you're willing to become like the Chinese uh, controlled church 
okay, or, or a state church where you don't preach the real gospel and there's no Holy Spirit, if you want the Holy Spirit and you want to preach the full gospel and you want to stand for righteousness and you want to be a remnant believer, not just a, a person that's willing to cave, but a real person that's holding the line, standing fast and doing what the Lord calls us to do, then you better believe we're at war right now. It's a spiritual war and it's high time that the church rises up and it's high time that we understand. Now, can we win this? Yes. But it's going to take some bold lions and generals and people of God that are willing to call and stand upon the rooftops and call upon the name of the Lord and, and be the blood-bought church and, and, and lead, literally just plead for our nation. Plead for our nation, Lord. Please intervene on our behalf, God. We repent to you. We're sorry for the immorality. We're sorry for the moral debauchery. We're sorry that we allowed leaven in our house. We're sorry that we allowed compromise in our homes, Lord. No more. No more, Lord God. We stand on your promise, which is yes and amen, hope in the future. We believe that what's been done in darkness will be brought to light in the name of Jesus, Yeshua. Hallelujah. We, we are calling on you to deliver our nation, to deliver our people. And, to, and Lord, you're coming back for a church without spot nor wrinkle. You're not coming back for the church of Laodicea that you're going to spit out. You're coming back for the church of Philadelphia. You're coming back for a blameless, a spotless church, Lord God, that's willing to be consecrated. That's willing to be ye holy, for you are holy. And so we call upon the name of the Lord. Are we done? No, we're not done yet. But this is that very, very important moment in history where we will look back and say, did we do the right thing or did we sleepwalk into tyranny? And I'm going to be that voice. Listen, I'm going to go down fighting. If I go down, I go down fighting. Everything is on the line. Everything is on the line, okay? There is a cost, high cost. And so we have a plan for the next couple of months. We have a plan for the next couple of years. We're going to move forward as this remnant group. And if you're part of this remnant group, and especially if you consider me your pastor, we have some obligations. We have some things that we want to do. Listen, there's big vision. I'd like to have an equipping center, a church, an actual physical church. We moved from California. I had a church for 17 years in Los Angeles, California, the city of Chatsworth. I had a church. But we moved to Nashville because the Lord said, move to Nashville. You're going to be doing broadcasting. That's when the Lord expanded our territory into the tune of millions of people online all around the world. It's, it's only God could have done it with this broadcast. Only God could have, could have done this. I mean, I didn't do it. I didn't spend money marketing. I didn't do anything. I mean, I just showed up and said, send me, I'll go. And the Lord did this with this program and this, this community of thousands. You're, listen, you're thousands, thousands of people around the world. You're not alone. Listen, if I could tell you all the emails and correspondence that we get, you're thousands and thousands of people around the world, Australia, Canada, UK, Israel, New Zealand, Germany, France. I mean, I could just go on and on. Bulgaria, you're all over the world. All over the world. You're not alone. There's a remnant community that God is putting together. I call it the Remnant Underground Railroad. And we're, we're going to be preparing to take care of remnant people that come under fire. That's why we have the Religious Liberty Coalition. We have a trifecta. We got the remnant.news, which puts out information that's banned and that you're not supposed to be able to hear, like this broadcast. Okay, we've got, we've got Todd Coconut Ministries, where we share the gospel and get people saved, set free, healed, and delivered, and share the good news of Jesus Christ and actually operating the gifts. And then we've got the Religious Liberty Coalition, where we stand and fight for pastors, ministries, Christians that are coming under assault from a religious liberty standpoint. That's what we're doing. We're busy. And when you support this ministry, that's what you're funding. You're funding the operation to, to push back. You're funding the resistance. 
You're funding an operation that's under tremendous attack by the government, by everybody. Okay, we got warfare from all ends, but we can do this because we have the Lord. And as long as we stay consecrated and as long as we stay on fire and as long as we stay prayed up and as long as we stand together and we intercede for one another, I believe that not only can we sustain, but we will take back the territory in the name of Jesus. And we will win this because we're on the winning team. We have authority to trample on scorpions and demons. So yeah, I'm fired up today because I'm, listen, we're setting up this thing for the long term. You're going to have a structure in place thanks to this remnant community and your support and the different things that we're doing. You're going to have a, a home base. You're going to have a system. And I, I'm looking to have, listen, we're in a, in a pretty free state out here in Nashville, okay, in Tennessee. I'm, I'm looking to develop a, a, a sanctuary where, you know, if we get the funding, where you can come and stay and have a place of rest and we can pray over you and encourage you and strengthen you in your faith and equip you and give you information. We'll fly you out here and you could stay in this facility with other pastors and leaders and people of God, remnant warriors. We can assemble here and then we could go out and this is what we're going to do. We're going to be an underground, we're going to be a thorn in their side. We're going to be we're going to be the resistance that fights back, that pushes back, that holds the line, that stands firm. It's like, it's like Colossians, two, uh, you know, second, second, uh, second Chronicles 20 is what it's like. We're going to hold fast. We're going to stand firm, but we're going to believe that the Lord is going to fight our battle. But we show up and we do our part. That's what we have to do. And so, listen, if you ever think for one second that I'm just sitting back and not doing anything, you better believe we can't, we can't put all our information out there publicly. But we are always planning. We're always looking for a way that we can advance the kingdom. We're always looking for ways that we can help the remnant warriors and that we can equip this group, that we could stand and fight for our freedoms and our republic. And so I, I don't mean to go off today. I hope I don't sound angry. I love you guys so much. Uh, but, but I think there's a real urgency because this is the Great Reset and this is the agenda of the globalist deep state elites. And for the people that think that there's, you know, it's only good stuff that's happening behind the scenes and, you know, Nasera and Jacera and, you know, the popcorn and all that. I'm all, listen, you guys are patriots and I love you. And listen, like I tell the preacher people, I hope you're right. I hope Donald Trump is president, okay? Uh, I hope there's some plan of devolution. I hope there's all these things that, that, you know, some of these people are talking about. But I'm just telling you that right now I have a real urgency in my spirit. I, again, do I think that we can win this? Yes. Do I think that there's a real, real possibility that we can win this? I do. I really do. I'm very positive, okay? I'm not negative, but I think we need to do something. And I think we need to call upon the name of the Lord. I think we need to repent. I think we need to fast. I think, I think we have to have a real great awakening here in America and around the world. I think it's high time the church steps up and becomes the head, not the tail. And I think that we, we really face these things head on, okay? Instead of like, again, I'm all for like, you know, Donald Trump being president and all these different things. And I do trust the prophets. Don't get me wrong, okay? I do. Okay, but I'm sounding the alarm because we're at a very, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a moment of decision. It's a moment of decision. Which way are we going to go as a people of God? Are we going to, is, is there going to be an urgency? Is there going to be, uh, you know, an understanding that we also have to be actionable and do something? Or are we going to just go as business as usual, apathy, complacency, nothing changes. Even in the middle of this, we're going to be on the Titanic singing and dancing on the, on the ship as the ship goes down. I don't know. I don't know. Some of you think that that might, you know, no one's going to wake up and maybe that is going to be the case. And maybe you're right. But listen, I'm going to do everything and you're going to do everything and we're going to do everything that we can. Because remember, Sodom and Gomorrah would have been saved if there was just a few righteous in that city. Like God will save this nation 
if there's a real rising remnant, and I think there is, because listen, I've been to too many places where I've seen the spirit moving recently. I mean, that 4th of July meeting that we had, there was a bunch of remnant people there. Many of you were there. I've been around the country, many different gatherings, thousands of people. Many of you remnant people have been there. And we're all in this together. So we're trying. We're not just doing nothing. We're doing something. But we, there's got to be an urgency in our spirit. We've got to be praying like we've never prayed before. And I'm, I'm believing that God is going to move on our behalf because that's what he does. I'm believing that God is going to go before us because that's what he does. I'm not giving up and I'm not throwing in the towel, but I am sounding the alarm. So listen, if you think that I said something that's wrong today, I'm open to your thoughts. I would love to hear what you have to say. Email me, todd.coconado, todd.coconado at rlcus.org, todd.coconado at rlcus.org. I'd love to hear what you have to say. I appreciate you. Um, Listen, if, if there's some information that you have that maybe I don't, I'd love to hear it. I'm, I'm all for the discussion and I'm not going to stifle you and I'm not making fun of Q people or I'm not making fun of like, I'm not doing that. You're my friends. I love you guys. Like we're all in this together. We love this country. We want to see a victory. I'm on your team. But I do think we have to be actionable and I think we have to do things right now. So that, that's just my thoughts. Uh, but again, I, I have hope. I believe there is hope. Our hope is found in Jesus Christ, the King of kings and Lord of lords. He is on the throne. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and I believe he's willing to move. So that's what, that's what we're doing. We're, 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 we're actively being the remnant, and we're doing what we know to do. And when I get off this broadcast today, I'm going to pray, pray with people. I'm going to make phone calls. I'm going to do what we do to stand because that's what I do every day, and I believe you're doing that too. All right, guys, I love you. Thank you for tuning into the broadcast today. We'll be back tomorrow.